everyone. This is Jeffrey Kerr. I'm here today with actress, singer, dancer, and author Erin Sullivan, who is currently getting ready to star as Marilyn Monroe in the Temple Theater's upcoming presentation of With Love, Marilyn on September 6th. Good morning, Erin. Good morning. Raised in Wilmington, North Carolina, Erin has built her career playing the favorite blonde bombshells of the musical theater repertoire. Most recently, she developed and originated the role of Marilyn Monroe in a new play by Tony Award-winning playwright Mark Medoff titled Merrily and Baby Lamb, The Assassination of an American Goddess, which premiered at the Rio Theater in New Mexico. Sullivan has performed around the country in the national tours of Hairspray as Amber Von Tussel and over 300 performances as Frenchie in Greece and in The Wedding Singer and in Shrek. She recently appeared in the developmental lab of a new musical titled Hazel, A Made in America, directed by the legendary Lucy Arnaz and choreographed by Chet Walker. In 2014, she released her book, Theatrical Baggage, a manual, a workbook, and a Bible on how to survive a national tour and other gigs. In the book, she imparts her expertise regarding life on the road to the actors of the next generation and is available on Amazon.com and at the American Academy of Dramatic Arts Bookstore. To start things off, how are rehearsals going, Aaron? And uh, what's it like for you getting to be back in North Carolina to do this show? Oh my gosh, it's 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 extremely it's it's thrilling. You know, I uh, I just actually relocated back to the uh, the Raleigh Durham area after being in New York City for almost eighteen years. Wow. So I'm I'm a little bit of shell shock with the adjustment, but um, I grew up in like like you said, I grew up in Wilmington, North Carolina. And um, so I, uh, I've got my North Carolina home state pride. And, uh, yeah, being back in the area is really exciting. Um, I've only ever gotten to bring my show to North Carolina once before, which was in Wilmington in uh, fall of 2017. So it was a giant homecoming, mm. which was probably one of the most amazing days in my theatrical career, getting to perform a, you know, a piece I wrote on the stage that I grew up performing on, which was Bellion Hall. And um, so, yeah, I'm extremely grateful to the Temple Theater for allowing me to make my, you know, triangle debut with my show. And, uh, yeah, it'll be only the second time I've ever done it in North Carolina. So it's, I think it's going to be a a fun time for all. And Temple's a beautiful venue, so it's going to be really, I'm really excited. And this isn't your first time playing Marilyn Monroe. You've previously played her in Marilyn and Baby Liam, The Assassination of a Goddess, as I previously mentioned, which was written by the recently deceased Mark Medoff. Yeah, my my journey with Marilyn's been kind of an interesting one. I didn't just, like, wake up one day and was like, I'm going to be Marilyn Monroe in, in theater. Um... I, uh, my, my theatrical background, I do, you know, I've been doing theater for 30 years and I kind of always was geared to like playing the bombshells and the sex pots and, you know, just the, the vamps and all of, you know, the, the classic genres. Um, and it was, um, 2015, I believe, um, that they, Mark had written this new play and they were looking to start developing it and kind of, you know, get it start the process because it's a long process with a new a new work and i got very lucky and i was selected to um to read and be marilyn for mark's new play and it was then kind of my 
my real journey with learning about this woman began. Um, Menoff's piece was very, uh, very dark. It was very truthful. It was, it, it wasn't, you know, I, I didn't talk as Marilyn in the show. I maybe said two lines in that Marilyn wispy voice. I did it all very, um, in my own speaking timbre. So it was definitely more of, um, I guess you could say the Norma Jean. And, um, but within working on Mark's show, I was able, I learned so much about this woman's life and, you know, not only who she was on camera, but all of the everything behind like all of the sadness and everything she went through with her marriages and all of you know her her issues with hollywood and even with you know her self-doubt and her personal you know her personal defeats and and you know addictions and all of these things that you know a lot of times we don't like to think about in someone that we idolize and that's where i became really fascinated with her and I was able to learn all these things through Medoff's work. And that's kind of where With uh, We Love Marilyn kind of then spawned was from my um, experiences and my knowledge in Medoff's work that we, a team of producers, you know, because, you know, the road to Broadway is very long and treacherous and sometimes unforgiving. And, um, you know, I had, as, you know, I'm no longer associated with Medoff's piece, but the producers... Uh, a group of producers were like, you know, you're too good at this Maryland thing, and they supported me in giving me my own work. So with Met Love Maryland is kind of a beautiful uh, spawn, little baby gift from uh, Maryland and Baby Land, into which I took what I learned in Medoff's work, combining it then with my musical theater background, so we make a bit more of a lighter piece. So I, you know, I sing 11 songs, and it's incorporated into a style where it's a, about a 70-minute monologue. Like, you know, I give you the Marilyn that you want to see on camera, but then I also give you the Norma Jean that was going through all of the pain and the, and the hurt behind her eyes. So I'd like to take the, the, the audience on a very emotional journey um, and an educational journey about this, this incredible icon that we lost way too soon. And Mark Medoff recently passed away back in April of this year. So I guess, what do you have to say in regards to his work and I guess working with him? Um, Mark was, uh, that was, his passing was extremely difficult for me as I was, uh, very close with him for the last couple years of his life. Um, getting to work with him and be mentored with him, and I did call him Pa, I called him, he was a father figure to me, um, was, is one of the most rewarding experiences in my life. Not even just artistically, but as a person. Um, Mark was a, a genius, and I was constantly in awe. I'm, I, I know I'm incredibly lucky to have had the opportunity to work under him, work for him, to create with him. Um, yeah, it's, he was, it, there, I don't even have enough words without getting choked up um, how much Mark meant to me. And um, I, I am very prideful, and I, I take everything that he give, gave me on stage and off, and I... I Try to always put that into my work and, and know that like I um, the the writing world will never be the same. You know he's he was a um, he was a genius and he was one of the kindest human beings I'd ever met. Well, yeah, he of course also meant a lot to the deaf community with his most famous work, Children of a Lesser God. Yep. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I had the privilege of getting to know quite a bit of the foundation of uh, the people who really helped, you know, take that off. I was actually there opening night when they had the revival on Broadway. I was actually babysitting his uh, grandchildren <laughs> while mm. they were at the show across the street. Wow. But uh, Bob Steinberg, who was Phyllis's husband, who Bob, um, uh, Mark wrote 
Children of Lesser God for Phyllis and how they created Deaf West. Um, I became very close with Bob Steinberg as well during um, Marilyn and Baby Lamb. Really outstanding people. Very amazing. How familiar were you with Marilyn Monroe prior to getting cast? Um, I mean, I was, of course, familiar to, you know, not not a, a historian by any means, but, you know, I knew exactly who she was. I had been compared to her on some other pieces. Like, you know, I did a couple Christmas shows where they were like, hey, sing Santa Baby in a white dress. And, you know, of course, you know, seeing, I've, I've seen some like it hot because it's one of the most brilliant films ever, comedic films ever made. I agree. Um, so I was, I was definitely a, a, a fan of her work. Um, it, but, uh, and of course it was, you know, I was very flattered that people were like, Oh, you're like, you have to, this sexuality on stage, scary Marilyn. And I'd be like, oh, okay, cool. You know? So like little toss away comments I get from people over the years that I guess when I really started to go in and, and, you know, uh, break into, you know, Mark's work, um, that's kind of one of the things, I guess, that made me stand out about uh, among other women in, on stage is I was just very comfortable with my body and I was very comfortable in my sexuality um, that, I guess, that's that's something I, I had in common with her. Well, and we've obviously seen many different interpretations of Marilyn Monroe over the years, <laughs> yeah. and among them was uh, Michelle Williams's Oscar-nominated performance in the 2011 biographical film My Week with Marilyn. So, how do you make the role your own? That's an excellent question. Um, yes, there are. There's so many different. Well, there's so many different things about her too that you, she has so many layers. You know, there's she actually gives us as artists a lot of great great material because there's so many so many different pieces to her that you're still trying to figure out to this day um my show is uh i like to say again i'm not an impersonator i'm an actor so i merely try to embody the characteristics that made her so iconic and made her um i guess just so addictive to the viewing eye so i put in a lot of you know work with the voice and the mannerisms and uh, her vo you know vocal inflections and t uh, timbre and um i mean i just like to play a lot about i like to play on her vulnerability um i and that she was a such such a nervous wreck you know a lot of the time and play and that's that's my favorite part of her is just the realism and making her relatable to any audience that sees me where everyone's got kind of they can all relate to her you know and when you it, it and it's not very hard you know every everyone's gone through heartache so everyone's kind of gone through loss and it's just for me feeling that the audience can connect to me as an actor but also connect to her and be like wow i didn't know that about her and I feel that for her. That, for me, is my favorite thing. And I, I like to think what makes me different as a, a Maryland tribute artist because I'm not just giving you the fluff and the grandioso. I like to really, you know, pr provide her in a very beautiful light. So I guess now going back to the beginning, how did you get started in the theater? Oh, my gosh. Um, I started performing when I was about seven years old. I was basically a really hyperactive kid, and my mom's like, I don't know what to do with her. Um, <laughs> so, I, yeah, I started doing theater when I was seven, and I haven't stopped. Um, you know, I just was a little brat during, like, you know, a school talent show that just decided they wanted to have the featured solo, so I took the microphone off and started belting into it, and people are like, she's got a really good voice, and my mom's like, okay. So, uh, you know, she took me to auditions, and I... I loved it and I've never looked back and I'm almost 38 years old <laughs> so um 
like, so I was a very strange kid where at the age of 11, I knew what I wanted to do with my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I, sometimes I go back and like, oh, I could, I could tell uh, 11 year old Aaron, uh, maybe you should have thought you want to be a doctor, but you know, um, but yeah, so I've, I've been in the arts, um, for y'all for 30 years and, and I, I love every aspect of the industry. Um, it's a very frustrating industry and it's very, it's soul sucking sometimes, but then, you know, there's moments where it's the most rewarding thing and you, I can't think of anything better, you know? Um, so yeah, I, I kind of, I've gotten into directing recently. I've done some regional stuff and, and with, with, with Love Maryland, it's what makes this piece so special is that, I mean, I, I co-wrote the show. So with all of my knowledge, and I worked with a historian and I, my co-writer, um, and yeah, so it's really amazing to have my own piece. It's it's been a, it's a labor of love, and it's my baby. So it's definitely you know with normal shows like when I went on and did a show like Legally Blonde or Hairspray, I always did the show and did pride, took pride in the show. But there's a different sense of accomplishment, and you know when it's uh, it's something that you've slaved over and done rewrite after rewrite and and you know did in multiple audiences and said oh this worked this didn't work and having the ability to build your own craft your own piece it's definitely with love maryland is one of my proudest accomplishments in in my career for sure and so now that you've relocated back to north carolina i guess what are your plans for the future yeah that's uh, i'm just trying i i only got here in october so a little under a year now and and kind of starting fresh, which has been terrifying. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, stupid me, I fell in love, and he's a teacher, so I'm trying to have a little bit, of, you know, of a, a normal life. Which is, um, after being in New York for 18 years, is actually really, really nice. Like I have a, I have a little backyard, and I have a car, and I can drive to Target, and put things in a trunk, like you know, things that like people who never lived in New York do not appreciate or understand. But um, I'm just I'm slowly trying to get acclimated into the theater scene here. Um, the arts here is, uh, is I've always you know even in Wilmington it's really artistically cultural and lots going on in this area, which is another reason I um, we wanted to locate here. So I uh, I'm going to start teaching for Theater Raleigh. I'm very excited about that. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, we're we're in the midst. I'm going to be uh, doing their young performer workshops um for about ages 11 to 15 and it's i'm really i'm so excited because like i said i've gotten into directing regionally i've done lots of master classes um you know i toured for five years on the road and and being a long-term vet i love working on material with uh, especially with teenagers because they just they, they're just they're so you, they're they're moldable and they listen and they're so excited to be there so i'm very excited to get to finally meet, meet lauren kennedy let alone work for her um and yeah so that's gonna that's kind of on the docket and um i'm going to be directing their production of elf the musical junior so yeah that's happening really right after temple Mm. (laughs) so yeah no i'm very very excited to to get to know the folks at theater raleigh they do some really incredible work and i think what lauren's brought to the um the area has been awesome so, uh, yeah, and I'm, you know, trying to audition myself for, you know, North Carolina theaters here and, and, you know, just slowly try to introduce myself. I know it's a, it's a tough, tough egg to crack when you're the new kid because a lot of people, you know, they have their core company members and they have, you know, the, the people they like to cast. And, and uh, it's, it's definitely is a tricky situation, but I'm, I'm hoping to uh, gracefully 
hopefully uh, get on one of their stages soon. Well, I've done lots of coverage for North Carolina Theater, and I've also done some uh, spotlight operating work for Theater Raleigh in the past, so, hey. Oh, nice! Yeah. I mean, I'm also going to be starting work on the Scottsboro Boys uh, this week, so, hey. Oh, that's great! Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I want to come out and see that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and, and, you know, if you do, hey, maybe we could uh, meet each other after the show. Oh, for sure, for sure, yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, Good so. Mm-hmm. You're, a, you're a hustler. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So I guess from a performer standpoint, are there any dream roles you'd love to pursue in the future? Oh, my gosh. Oh, dream roles. I feel like my dream role list shifts with every uh, every age that I, I go through. But um, I still to this day, I want to do Audrey and Little Shop more than anything. Mm. Um, I, I love the score. Alan Menken and Howard Ashman are geniuses. Um, I was very lucky that I was mentored and, and uh, as, as a young kid, Brad Morans was my dance teacher and he was the original Seymour cover in Little Shop on Broadway. And like, mm. so I, I just, I love the show. I just think it's such an amazing show. Um, sounds funny and I don't know, maybe one day I can talk to Lauren. I really want to do Sideshow. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No one ever Sideshow, but, um, it's, I, I, I was very fortunate in New York. I worked at a restaurant called Joe Allen. An extremely famous restaurant, and I had the privilege and the pleasure of meeting Henry Krieger and became friends with Henry. And I call him Uncle Henry. Um, <laughs> and you know, I just think the score that him and Bill Russell did for Sideshow is just outstanding. And he, they've written such beautiful, beautiful uh, anthems for women. And women duets are really—they're not—they're not all over the place in, in Broadway theater scores. So um, I definitely Sideshow's up there. Um, yeah, there's, I mean, I'm trying to think of like, there's a couple, there's a couple roles, you know, out there that I'm, I'm waiting to age into. I, I really want to play Mrs. Lovett and Sweeney Todd. Um, cause I'm a character actress, you know, I, I'm definitely not an ingenue. I'm not very good at just being pretty. <laughs> I like to make really ridiculous faces <laughs> and do character voices. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, and honestly, there's the dream roles, but also, too, the dream is to be a working actor. So, uh, you know, sometimes you, you just you, you have that in the distance, but then you're also incredibly grateful for any opportunity that comes your way that you can get on stage. Oh, well, I will say, I actually do think Little Shop would be a great choice for Theodore Raleigh to do someday. Yeah. What's, how, about, how many theater, what's the size of that house? Well, it's a, a black box. Well, I don't know if you've ever been in Kennedy Theater, but it's very intimate. Yeah. No, I haven't been in there. That's, and that's the thing is with my with Witch Love, Maryland, I get really like um, Temple's even a hit almost on the verge of being a little big. Um, mm. And because my show sits in such an intimate setting that it's, you know, because I want the audience to be there and be you know engulfed and i'm so i love those i love those petite theaters because there's this amazing intimacy that you get to have and that you don't need mass amounts of sets and you don't need these giant costumes because the storytelling is is large enough right there for you so i think that's i think that's great that they have an, an intimate space in conclusion what advice would you like to give to any aspiring young performers out there Strong support system and 
you allow yourself to be frustrated and you allow yourself to celebrate um, that and dealing with rejection and knowing at the end of the day, you know what, sometimes it's not, it's not you. There's that, that she's a fickle, fickle beast. I got very, very hurt because, you know, I, due to logistics, I had my potential Broadway debut taken away from me because I was not a star. It's the, the game of the industry is really, it's really cruel sometimes. And I, that's why I created my own work. I completely support people in creating their own pieces. And I hope that, you know, the, the, the patrons to the theater area know that a lot of times artists, it's the, keep the creativity flowing um, and don't get, don't feel rejected if it was, it was an audition and something you wanted really bad. You never know. You might just be an inch too tall and they're renting the costumes from someplace else. You know, it's, we're t- it's, it's sometimes it, do- it doesn't have to do with your talent. And that's why sometimes just having a strong support system and not giving up. Just keep trying and keep studying and keep uh, keep auditioning because eventually something's going to stick and it'll be so rewarding and it'll be the best feeling and it'll be worth all the heartache. Aaron, I thank you very much for devoting your time to this interview. Thank you. I appreciate I appreciate you reaching out to me and doing coverage on the show. I hope I hope everyone will come out and, and support if you're a Maryland lover, if you're not a Maryland lover, if you know, I um I I'm really excited to get the opportunity to bring bring my show to this area. I think everyone's really gonna enjoy it. For those who'd like to follow your career, where can they keep up with you on the internet? Facebook with Love Maryland. We have the uh, the fan page also. Uh, WithLoveMaryland.com has uh, all my um, upcoming tour dates. And again, like I'm, I'm so excited to be here, and I'm more than willing um, for you know take messages and emails for anybody who's got any questions or even just wants to talk about the industry. You know, I I think. We all got to support each other, you know. There's there's no room for any divas in this uh, <laughs> in this gig, so it's taking care of everybody. So I, I appreciate your time as a journalist, and yeah, I'm I'm really I'm really grateful for the opportunity. I can't wait to make some new friends. To everyone listening right now, be sure to catch the Temple Theatre's production of With Love, Maryland on September 6th. For more information, please visit www.templeshows.com. So, once again, thank you, Aaron, for allowing me to interview you. It was great talking to you. Thank you. I appreciate it very much. Mm-hmm. So, I hope you have a nice day. You too. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. If you like what you've heard here, please subscribe to wherever you get this podcast. Feel free to rate and or review this show on iTunes. If you'd like to find more content from me, please visit my website, which is www.carereviews.com. You can also find it on Twitter at CareReviews and me at Jeffrey Care. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you all later.